We started? Yeah. How long ago did you start? A minute. Okay. All right, so we're talking about four movies. They're all like modern horror for the most part. Yeah. Um, I kind of didn't want to do anything that was like too American. Although some of these are produced uh, by American, you know, companies. I just feel like the, the ones we're picking kind of focus more on European stuff. The exception in that batch is Pearl, which is a movie like in Amer made in America by Americans for Americans. But some of the other films out of the four are are just sort of aiming towards Europe. You want to yeah. look at the camera more because you're gonna look kind of dumb if you don't look at the camera. Um. Yeah, and so I I feel like you good man. You're kind of like yeah. What? So what's the first on the list, Will? Um, well, we had Midsommar, Hereditary, Melancholia, and uh, Suspiria. But the first one I watched, I think, was Melancholia. So you gotta speak up, because the audio, who knows? Uh, yeah, the uh, Suspiria, Melancholia, Midsommar. Midsommar, and then Pearl, right? And Hereditary. Oh, so we had five. Yeah. Pearl was like a, like a bonus. Yeah, exactly. Four were more European in folk and in, yeah. in, uh, intention. Uh, what was your favorite one? Um, that's an interesting question. Probably either, it's hard to choose, but I really enjoyed Suspiria, and I really enjoyed um, Hereditary. I almost want to watch Hereditary again. Uh, none of them, like both of those had their weird flaws, but like I like them the most in spite of their flaws. What were, what, which one was your favorite? Or multiple? As the case may be. Well, um... Excuse me. My favorite out of the batch was Suspiria. Probably by far. Yeah. I felt like Mids... Actually, you know what? Midsommar was probably the favorite. Because I haven't seen it in, in a few years. Yeah. But I, when I watched it, I was like really riveted. Yeah. So probably Midsommar followed by Suspiria followed by... Uh, what was it? Pearl, and then Hereditary, and then uh, Melancholia. Oh shoot! No, Melancholia was was third. Okay. So it would have been. Um, I actually think Suspiria is a better movie than Midsommar. So I'm gonna say Suspiria is number one. Yeah. And then Midsommar close second. Melancholia is is sort of the wild card. Yeah. And then um, Pearl is kind of an unsavory picture that I don't agree with on, on a few layers one of them is viscerally I, I didn't enjoy it mm. and another one is just intellectually I felt like it was kind of pat um, mm. the fifth one hereditary I thought was an awful film and I wouldn't re recommend it to any almost anyone except for people who are very interested interested in watching all sorts of horror films Wow yeah huh. so uh, where do we begin Suspiria yeah, Suspiria was um, recommended to me by some woman I knew from high school. 
Yeah. Um, and actually, I did know about the film as an original, as um, a, a, a giallo film written and directed, I believe, by Dario Argento. And uh, it's, it's, it's sort of a classic, you know, pulp horror picture, especially a European one. And then they remade it some, a few years back, and it, it's actually really good. It's got uh, Tilda Swindon as the villain. Mia Goth is sort of the main character, but not really. I mean, uh, they have a few different women. They're kind of like neck, neck and neck as protagonists. And I, the main character is that one actress in... I didn't really like her style in the film, and I kind of was the only thing I didn't like about the movie was her personality. Of course, you figure out why she acts the way she does at the end, yeah. And it's it, it actually ties the film together rather beautifully. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Of course, it's a it's a horror film, so it's a frightening movie, but it's not like a jump scare fest. It's a lot of like suspense and intrigue, and I felt like the mystery of the, this dance studio taking place in you know. 70s 60s germany or whenever like mid-century almost germany was really kitschy and for a horror film had a lot of style yeah uh so i get i give it props for um the artistic direction yeah what's up next uh we have what do what you what did you think of suspiria well like you said i think it had a it had a really great sense of style but like like really just uh head and shoulders above most other movies even like most period pieces, I feel like don't nail the uh, atmosphere of the time and place, which is a very like uh, a very distinct, vivid feeling. And it's almost like the most enjoyable part of the movie is that sense that um, that sense that it really feels like that time and place. The actresses, especially the other witches in the coven, they're so they're so well cast as these like dumpy, like sort of German women from that time period, which is just really like I just love that. I think the movie is kind of like short on substance, but... Did you just zoom in at all, or is this going to be like way far, we're be way far in the back? It's not zoomed. Do you want it to be? Maybe we could move it closer or something. Start over. Use the uh, tripod lens. It's not zoomed in. Uh, it's fine. I just, dude, you, you, you gotta... You gotta be somewhat zoomed in. Mm. But yeah, it's fine. Uh, so you're saying... It's basically... More style than substance, but that's kind of true of um, basically all these movies. But they really just nailed the style. At least to me, all these movies are more and and horror movies in general seem like they're not. I don't know. It's hard to like dig in and, and get to like actually interesting themes for some reason. But it's almost like part of the genre. But um, it doesn't detract from the quality of the movie or how enjoyable it is. Like if anything, it makes it sort of more mysterious. That you can have all this stuff going on, but um the message is kind of like unknown like what, what what do you think that i mean what what was the message it's kind of hard to say um i think it was sort of trying to honor like witchcraft mm -hmm. and try to re um uh, aestheticize it into this sort of ballet dance troupe company form at and i felt like it was a a kind of a serious attempt to like reevaluate what that what what witchcraft could be like in a modern uh, technique. Yeah. But did I think the film was the best movie in the world? No. But I felt like out of all these modern horror films that try to have like more serious themes and contain elements of sort of mysticism and are are a little less like a little less jump scary and more um, subtle in their approaches from all different elements of the craft. 
I think that this uh, picture was really good with, with, with those in consideration. Mm -hmm. Now, after this, you know, you have a little bit worse, but still probably a more um, popular film, which is Midsommar. Yeah, definitely more popular. Midsommar starts out really good, and then the problem yeah. was that by the end of it, you're kind of bored with the game that's being played, and the surprise, there isn't really a surprise, it's actually more of a letdown. Yeah, but definitely. The, but the build-up is phenomenal. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I was so, like, it's like, this movie is like, really wants to be very, it's like, it's like about to hit on some really interesting themes. Like, I kept thinking, like you're saying, I kept thinking, like, oh, this is going to be a statement about, like, how you can't just live in the sunshine. You just can't be too positive and happy all the time because it leads to, like, madness and insanity, even more than the dark winter. Like, I thought, I thought that's what they were doing, but it's just, like, it never goes anywhere. Like, and, and, and you have this protagonist who, to me, seems like a really nice... She, se she, she seemed, like, like, so well cast, almost, or just, like, so well adjusted. Like, she seems like there's nothing really, like... There's nothing to dislike about her, which is actually kind of an unusual... I don't know, for, for a character in a movie, like, there's nothing obnoxious about her at all. She seems, like, very... But then she just ends up, um, spoiler alert, like, sacrificing her boyfriend this pagan festival. And it's like, is that really, like... Is that the, like, she just, she, she, she loves Big Brother? Like, it was just very, like, meh. A very let-down ending. And there were things hinted at which were interesting. Like, that nightmare when she was in the dark shed, and she saw her sister and her family. Like, there's a lot, you know. But it's visually super beautiful. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, it's really a great art direction. Yeah. And the, um, I think the anthropology, uh, that was expose yeah. that they're trying to do where they make these Swedish, you know, rituals seem like they're more um, secretive than they probably are. Yeah. Or if they are secretive, they're exposing them in their heads. Yeah. I think that that is a, a really original thing to do in, in, a, in a, any movie. Yeah. But a horror movie like this, which is sort of like, you know, it's sort of a slasher picture, to, to, you could argue. I think it's really, uh, really, really it, it tasteful. Yeah. However, the, the the problem I had with the film was that the, my believe the believability for most of this stuff was getting, yeah. was beginning kind of in, bothering me. Yeah. Well, no, it it it, it was lazy when they they you see the first horrible old person deaths, and no one no one really tries to get out. Like it's very like you're right. It breaks your suspension of disbelief, which you know it would be very hard to handle that in a way that wouldn't, but you know somehow. It just fails at that. It's like you want to be sort of teased into it more or led to believe in almost a dreamlike way that everyone's okay with it. But instead, it's just kind of lazy, like, oh, it's just their, it's their culture. Like, no one is that. Not even American grad college kids are that, like, relativistic. I don't think. But, um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's his point, too. But it's just, like, visually beautiful and uh, interesting. And it does, it does let you down in the end, but um, the way there is... is sort of worth it. I don't know. Interesting. It's only. But, um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you're, yeah, it lets you down. I don't know. It, uh, it felt more like a drama a lot. And then, and then it surprises you with murder and gore and just butchery. Yeah. And you're like, well, you know, it's a, it's, it's a pretty dynamic film. But then by the end of it, they couldn't really tie it together because yeah. the picture was largely a, um, a clusterfuck of themes. So... Yeah. I'm Midsommar, really ambitious film and visually stunning. Yeah. And then the setup is great, but the yeah. execution is a little off. So I would yeah. say it's the second on on my list of these of these five films. 
Now, third, and I think we might agree in the placement here, is this Lars von Trier picture mm -hmm. from even earlier, um, I think it was 10 years old actually, yeah. called uh, Melancholia. Yeah. Now, you can start that one off. Yeah, so I'll say what I like first. Melancholia, that opening scene where they're, they're in a limo and they're trying to go up this paved road and they just can't. They can't go up it, they can't go down it. Something about like, something about that image is very, it's very deep. It's actually got a very deep image, I think, of depression. It's hard to say why, but it's just one of those like dreamlike images that you really want to get from movies in general. It really nails that. Uh, the rest of it though, I think, I wouldn't say it's even third. I'd say it suffers from this like, there's this thing in European cinema, in my opinion, especially when it's like, you know, past a certain point in time, where everyone is like so depressed and they're like almost like so shy that they like they're so they're so high class that they won't really say anything. So the movie doesn't really have much dialogue. It just kinda like and things are kinda left unquestioned and unsaid and there's a little bit of, you know, breaking that suspension of disbelief. Like why don't they why don't they, for example, go uh, into town or whatever? Um, and ultimately it's just kinda gloomy. It's just like the it's just kind of a downer, but it doesn't really seem, it doesn't really seem credible. I mean, underlying things, I think, is this, and I read that Lars von Trier, when he made this movie, he, um, he, he'd read about like depressive realism or something, the psychological theory that, or the empirically proven psychological thing that depressed people see the world more clearly or something. Um, but, I don't know. I don't, I don't really buy it. It just... Also, it sounds weird that something about something about a movie named after sort of a psychological concept is already sort of straying a little bit towards being too on the nose. Um, like you want it to evoke, like psychology is almost like a, 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 it's almost like a story in itself. So you can't really make a story about a character from a story. It's it's hard to anyway, and, and so I I didn't really like this one. I found it very ponderous too, due to the lack of dialogue. I have to disagree. Yeah. I felt like the lack of dialogue was immediately relevant to the suspense yeah. in the picture. If you don't buy into the planet crashing into the earth, yeah. it's sort of a spoiler. Yeah. If you don't buy into that, then the film is just not going to work. Yeah. But if you can believe that, then you can follow along with the uh, the emotional dynamic and drama between the characters that is often nonverbal, and I think more realistically so. Yeah, maybe I'm just, uh, you know, ADD or something. Maybe I'm just impatient, honestly. Well, I, I found the movie to be kind of a drag sometimes, but I felt like that was in keeping with the name. Yeah. Melancholic. The and, form becomes the content. And I didn't know what the film was about when I watched it. Oh, that's interesting. And, I, and, and so when there was the wedding, which, yeah. I, which I believe was like, I thought the movie was going to be about this girl's marriage. Because yeah. I thought the wedding was going so well. Oh, that's cool. And I was actually getting bored with it. I'm like, the wedding is like, this is an insipid movie. You're starting off this a dull wedding. Yeah. It's like overly done. Like, it was really like blown out, the, the wedding, and with yeah. all the different stuff they had to purchase to, to make it look realistic. Yeah. And expensive. And they and they they go over the top with it, and... They go over the top with it, and the, the, the you know, the glassware and and the uh, silverware is just like stunning in its arrangement, yeah. and the the costumery is on point. And I didn't. Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst is great. I I just felt like it's Kristen Dunst, right? I mean, I don't know. Not, it wasn't Renee Zellweger. It had to be Kristen Dunst, right? 
And yeah, and she was great. And uh, um, Skarsgård was was um, convincing as the her boss. I just felt like the whole situation was comedic. And then all of a sudden it falls apart, and there's a giant astronomical event that's taking over. And like, don't just like the film, don't look up. They're balancing two different genres of film in yeah. in one, weaving it into sort of this brilliant tapestry. And then of course the ending ends up being dismal. Yeah. But you you do feel if you watch it with with um you know um, eyes I kind of eyes wide shut I guess. If you watch it like not really knowing. What's gonna happen? You 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 end you you end up feeling like the roller coaster was teaching you some sort of lesson in how to deal with your 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 community, your family, your friends, mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. And I I just was impressed by the um, commitment to this story that everyone involved in it put into it because I didn't think the story was fundamentally bad. I thought it was a a great story. Yeah. The reason it's not the best on the list is because I didn't think it was very scary, yeah. and I and I didn't think it was. Um, I did think it was a touch boring. Yeah. Like it, it had it had tidbits of novelty and humor, but it was a tad uh, onerous. Yeah. And that is definitely going to lower it for me, even though I felt like the story was the best story in the whole. Well, I'm thinking list. now to be more positive based on what you're saying. Like, yeah. I do think the uh, the metaphor of a planet colliding with Earth is a good metaphor for melancholia. I mean, I was reading about you know. There's this idea that um, with depression, extreme depression, what's happening is like the the sort of object, the real thing that you're looking for comes too close to yourself. And that kind of destroys you because you're sort of paralyzed and just overwhelmed with pain, sort of. So the idea of this like perfect bride being in that position seems sort of fitting that she's like the ultimate, I don't know, it just, it's not like there's something there. And so I appreciate that. But uh, yeah, I agree, it was kind of boring. So, but that, that means more for me than, you know, for you, I guess. So I, I put it lower, lower than hereditary even. Right, okay, so up next is not hereditary, it's Pearl, which you didn't watch. I saw some of it, yeah. You saw some of it. And I feel like Pearl had a lot going for it in terms of uh, the acting. Mia Goff is quite good. The uh, costume was was really period, and it's not easy to do that, and they did it pretty well. Yeah. And then the um, the setting was sort of low-key, kind of the same place the whole time, same environment, same farm. Yeah. But it, it worked. Like, they made really, really excellent use of their setting. Yeah. Uh, and also, the lighting in that film was was yeah so I felt like and then you know I just feel like it had every all the moving parts where they need to be problem was was the story was a little insipid yeah. um, but then the actual like details of the story were like pretty fun to yeah. see on to see on screen so it was it was a true horror film it had actually had actually had shock value whereas I think mm -hmm. Midsommar didn't even really have shock value I think Midsommar sort of pretended but it, but it did it in an elegant way a film that did it in a less elegant way was hereditary which I felt like was the lowest on this list because yeah. not only was it a drag to watch, but the payoff was was reduced because there was a limited uh, believability in, in the ending of the film. And I also felt like the uh, the uh, they they left it as a cliffhanger, right? And for a horror film, a cliffhanger to me well, is how is it a cliffhanger? Well, he becomes a god, but he doesn't. But he does. Yeah. 
and then they just cut the, the film ends. Yeah. And I was like, well, what happens then? Yeah. He's a god. Like, shouldn't that be, like, you know, like, the most important part of the film? Interesting, yeah. And it's a total cliffhanger. And the build-up to it was very mundane, I would say drab. Mm. And they, uh, the domestic life that's all, like, very, you know, was not decorative. It was not suspenseful, necessarily. Mm. And it was rather um, easy to shoot. So I, I think the lighting in Hereditary was probably the best quality. I think it had really good lighting. Definitely, yeah. But beyond that, I did not consider it the best movie. One thing I did think was stand out about Hereditary was the casting was good. Yeah. The casting was good. But the acting, I think, was not... Well, I don't... It was I not mean, up to par with the casting. The I, actors couldn't really pull off I think a lot the, of the role. And the, the dialogue could have been way better. I think the mother was well cast. And the... Um, the daughter was well cast, and the grandma was really well cast. Yeah, but the brother character was a little lacking yeah. something to be desired. Yeah, he was a little. He well, and the dad just also seemed like, just kind of oddly cast. Like, yeah, the dad didn't really fit in, and his acting was probably the most ham-fisted. Yeah. I felt like he could have had a range to him, yeah. and so instead of just being angry guy all the time, he also had like, I mean, his role was was not it was a stiff role that wasn't wasn't easy to pull off, in in a, in a sense. But he didn't treat it with enough subtlety mm. for me to believe that um, he had sensitivity to to his wife's problems. Yeah. Just like I think, that, but that's also a failure at the writing. The dialogue could have been more um, had more bells and whistles. Like it could have just distracted you more from the fact yeah. that this weird supernatural like, phenomenon was happening. Yeah. And the dialogue was very much in line with the main story the whole time. There was no like subplot that really was cool. There was no real like tangents that were entertaining. It just the the, the dialogue was pretty basic, and yeah, uh, the the story just kind of went 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 in one ear out the other. Yeah, I agree. The dialogue was pretty uh like just. It, it reminded me of like a history. You hear you read history and you read like a story about history. Yeah. But it's like just one snippet of like a story that back in the day they would have had all these different variations on it yeah. but you only getting like that one reduced version hereditary yeah. felt like that but for a movie which is, to me is like the dumbest thing you could do like that sort of minimal lack it was of it was minimalized yeah the, uh, yeah yeah the, i can see that the nuance and reinterpretation and all that like you watch like rashomon or this ridley scott film that was like, a couple years ago the last duel yeah. and they have th a triptych they have three different perspectives from each from different characters and mm -hmm. you get one movie but it's cutting cutting the thirds because they retell the story three times, huh. and I felt like, like like a triptych painting, but not really, but just like that's that's kind of the metaphor yeah. uh, that you people use. And I just felt like that was um, intelligent, even if it's not super viscerally appealing. Mm. It's an intelligent move, but this film wasn't even trying to be intelligent. This film was trying to tell you a really vanilla story about, a, like you know, a quote unquote you know profound event. But mm. to me, it was. Kind of stayed and, and fast and loose, and it was over before it was even done. Yeah, that's certainly true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess there's something about the lurid, uh, the lurid aspect of the occult and how that was sort of nailed that I just kind of appreciate. Just this kind of, uh, it was just sort of aesthetically pleasant, even though it's really like messed up and evil. I don't know. Sort of. No, absolutely. I mean, all these movies were good, and just some were better than others. And I feel like Hereditary. I am throwing it under the bus as kind of the worst one, but I do think it is a film worth rewatching. I don't think it's awful. Yeah. Um, I think they're all pretty good. I think all these films I would rewatch. 
So if that doesn't tell you something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what does. I think Suspiria, while it might not be... I actually think that's the least rewatchable because it was the one I liked the most. Mm. And I was I kind of just took up so much of it. I absorbed yeah. so much of it, yeah. I kind of feel the same way. that like You're so engaged watching Suspiria. But at the same time, it's not like... It is sort of strange. Like there are these moments where it's incomplete. Like, and I really dislike the that that horrible scene where it's just, she's like torturing the. That's just like that was way gratuitous and disgusting. I get it's a horror movie, but like, it was just awful. Um, just unpleasant or something. But uh, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to dig deeper into that movie. I'm not really sure why. It just seems like it wasn't it wasn't beckoning that much. I don't know. Yeah, so in, in, um, in summary, what did you reevaluate the position of these films, or do you think they're all, as you said before? Mm. I think Hereditary probably is, uh, I think you're right, it's less good than I thought. Melancholia is a little bit better than I thought. Okay. And um, Suspiria, though, is still like, I still my favorite, but it's just because of the visual element, like the superficial element, kind of. And I don't know if that's, uh, that's really changed at all. But the visual element is so strong that it's still like worth watching. Um. Yeah, and I think the setting in Suspiria was probably the best setting. And, Mids yeah. and Midsommar was the second best. And I think overall the yeah. setting of these films um, is, is helping them. I think the more American ones, yeah. to me, are like kind of lame. Yeah. And the European ones are a little more uh, juicy. Yes, yeah, and, and that's um, that's kind of an unfortunate realization to have because it means that you have this bias, mm -hmm. and I would prefer you know the uh, the Danish location. I mean that was I mean the, the actors were American, um, mm -hmm. or one of them was, and then but I just felt like that was a, a really good location, and then the Germany and Sweden were also good locations. Yeah. Pearl was a good one. Hereditary was a little too socially realistic. Yeah. For a picture that's supposed to have a fantastical quality, did you ever did you ever watch that one film that was kind of like Hereditary but a lot better, hmm. where this guy these these three high school kids get magical powers? Oh, um, I forget what it was. Oh, it's it's uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. No, I never seen Chronicle. You should watch Chronicle because that is Hereditary, but like it's like good. Hmm. Um, it's got and it's it, it it's it's like domestic. And Scholastic, it's like, you know, it's in high school and stuff, mm. in Seattle or whatever, Washington State somewhere. Mm. And it's very, um, like, Americanized, but it, it works because the characters are, like, they have a lot of personality. Mm. In Hereditary, the characters' personalities are kind of, you know, like, Not really present, lackadaisical yeah. or, 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 or faint. Yeah. And I just didn't think the movie was a serious picture. Yeah. Even yeah. though the ending was spectacular, it didn't make up for the lack of substance to any of the plot points. Yeah. Like, like I guess to be more specific, like, this thing where this, like, they're being stalked by, the family's being stalked, right? By, by a cult, yeah. By this cult, and this woman that they think is their friend runs it. To me, that's like, you know, like, that could be, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, so obvious that it, it could be a thing that you may as well suspect it anyway. And the fact that these these parents didn't suspect it because like their child had died, and they were overwhelmed with grief. Yeah. To me, with grief, to me that's like a red flag because it means that 
the, the, the writer doesn't understand human nature. People mm. who have experienced loss can still are still suspicious mm. of like you know of like con artists and schemers. Mm. Just because they have experienced loss doesn't make them dumb. Yeah. I guess vulnerable would be the idea here, but I feel like even it's a stretch to say that they would welcome a seance in their household and not have any real suspicion of the person running it. Mm. So the, 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 the plot was hinging on them being vulnerable to this woman, yeah. this good kooky old lady. And I just felt like that was kind of like a, a red flag that the, the writers weren't really the compass mentis. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I have no experience that myself. I, I'm not trying to rag on the writers too much. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it was bad writing, but I don't think it was like, like I, a lot of people have made that mistake. It, it's, I think it's a common um, delusion about how grief functions, uh, functions or affects family people. Interesting, yeah. Smaller set communities like that. Mm. Uh, smaller, what do you call it, um, small-scale communities. It sounds so dumb. I don't know. I'm tired of talking about Hereditary. Hereditary was a film where it's like the characters were clearly like kind of good and then the, the amount of complexity to make them even make them even better, to make them great, was just not in the works and it, it fell it flat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the worst one. I give that probably like a C- minus or a D. Mm. I think I give... Uh, Pearl, I give it like a B minus or a C plus. You know, I, I think Pearl was actually in, like an enjoyable film that had, had compelling motion, mm. like, like you know storytelling motion throughout. Mm. The problem with Pearl is it's so gross, mm. and it was just kind of like, oh, do I really even want to watch this? But yeah. honestly, that's that's there are films a lot grosser than Pearl. Yeah, um, and less believable. Uh, Pearl was actually somewhat believable believe that <laughs> yeah and then um melancholia i think melancholia was like a b plus yeah i think i think and i think a is for suspiria and a is for midsummer mm. a plus for suspiria but i probably wouldn't give it an s like i can imagine a better film than suspiria but it's like it's not easy yeah i know what you mean. uh for horror it's not easy um one that i think the the, the better films for horror would be ones that might have a little bit more of like a serial killer. Like I saw this film called Prisoners, yeah. which is more of like a thriller than a horror, where Jake Gyllenhaal is like a detective trying to track down these girls that went missing. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman is the, is one, is the father to one of them. And Hugh Jackman goes on like a rampage while the detective is trying to like play it cool all the time. <laughs> that one is really good, and I think that's like a better film than Suspiria, but it's not really a horror film, it's a thriller. Yeah. So I think there are thrillers that are better than Suspiria. I can't think of like a, a film that's a horror picture that is like a lot is like miles ahead of Suspiria. I mean, mm. maybe like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just because it's such a perfectly made film for its time. Mm. Maybe. Um, mm. How about you know The Exorcist is one of those classics. I, I I've been trying to watch the, the third Exorcist film and it's sort of it, it falls flat. The first mm. one was never I was never a huge fan of. Okay. Um, Horror films tend to not. We get live. We live low key. We live in like a golden age of horror because there's a lot of substance. I think. The, I think the ones that are really good. The only ones I can think of that are like really good horror films are the, is like the Hannibal Lecter stuff. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs is like the best known one. That one's yeah. better than Suspiria, but like that one's also like not really a horror film. Yeah. That one's like a little got too many moving parts. I feel like um, Hannibal, which is a sequel mm. to Silence of the Lambs, might be. Like a good example of a film that's like better than Suspiria, but 
but not by much. Yeah. Um, one that's uh, close is Manhunter, which is like the prequel. Mm-hmm. But they, well, they made it in the eighties. It was the first Hannibal Lecter story. It mm-hmm. was made into a motion picture. And that one is, but that's also like more of like a crime thriller. So it's hard to say in terms of just ho- like pound for pound what horror film is better. And a lot of the best horror films are more adventurous. You know, they're not really that suspenseful. A lot of them are based on like, you know, masked villains that are like comedic in, yeah. in their tone. Chucky, right? Or, yeah. they, you know, Child's Play is the series name. You know, you yeah. have Scream. Um, by the way, the first Scream film was actually made in uh, Marin County um, hmm. in West Marin. Oh, There's a house there. It's supposed to look like it's a house just in any suburb. Yeah. But it was actually like a remote house on like a farm. Huh. Or it was like a fairly remote house. But in the film, they stylized it so that when they relight it, so it looks like it's just like sort of in like a suburb, and, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's pretty deep. Um, obviously, you know, Friday the 13th is a great series, but the, the first Friday the 13th films are like not really, they take a while to pick up. And by the time they're like fun, it's like almost not even the same story anymore. It's more of like a cross. You know, they had like Freddy Krueger meets Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like Jason Takes Manhattan. They have like. Friday, you know, Freddy vs. Jason was one that I, I was a kid, came out when I was a kid, mm. and um, well, the films that have come out that are like really strong horror films. Um, I'm trying to think of one that like is, is just like so obviously better than Suspiria. Yeah, but it, I'm I'm straining. What what have you got? Horror films. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of one that like really. I, Call of Silence of the Lambs is pretty good, but again, it's not really horror, it's just like thriller. So that's why I'm thinking, like, maybe there's something the horror itself that sort of uh, impedes substance. Because that Suspiria seems like it, it could be, you know, it's all there, but it somehow is still like not really, I don't know, getting to that substance, which is weird. So I don't know, I'm thinking it's like the medium itself or something, if, if the aim is to inspire fear then you can't get that thematic for some reason i don't know all right well i think we'll end there i mean there's not much more else to say i obviously will have to jog my memory for a better horror film i think i'll find one but it'll take a moment yeah uh i saw the last halloween right halloween ends that was pretty fun but it was like it was like a comedy yeah so it, it you know um a lot of the best horror films really kind of like verge into comedy. Yeah. And that's why they had those scary movie series. Like, yeah. they, they were literally comedies because they were kind of acknowledging that these films were... That like, dimension to it, yeah. Yeah, exactly, that dimension. All right, let's end. Yeah. All right.